Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Revelation 1 9 reads, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. And with these words, the ancient man of God introduces himself at the beginning of his tremendous message to the church of his day and of the ages. So let's pause with this verse a moment and take a look at its author. This was the John who leaned on Jesus' bosom at the Last Supper, who called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. He was with Peter at the resurrection tomb and at the temple when a lame man was miraculously healed. At the time of this writing, he was the last living of the original 12 apostles. With this book, he became the author of the only book of prophecy in the New Testament and stands unique through history with that gift. Yet not one word of these distinctions finds its way into his opening address, nor did he go find someone else to write the introduction for him so the weighty list of his credentials could be presented by another while he himself pretended to be too modest to do so. No, his only claim of distinction is his simple, your brother, companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. This is the same John whose mother once asked the Lord for seats of honor for her sons, one on his right hand and one on his left, when he came into his kingdom. What a profound change had come over him. What was it that had transformed such raw ambition into meekest humility? Really, there's only one possible answer. The resurrection of Jesus Christ and the Pentecostal gift of the Holy Spirit that came after it. It almost looks like he was thinking of the old ambitious wish when he wrote as he did, for the core of the Lord's answer to his worldly craving for power is reflected in his writing. He compressed Jesus' answer to him that day into his description of himself. He had been instructed that fellowship in Christ's sufferings must go before participation in his throne, and so here he puts tribulation before triumph. His foolish request had brought the spiritual answer that preeminence was not the first thing to think of in the gospel work, that service was, and that service is the only principle according to which rank is determined in Christ's kingdom. These concepts are commonly accepted by people everywhere as ideals for human behavior, but how woefully they have been trodden upon by so many, from slaves to rulers, in the unquenchable human lust to be the most important, to sit in the highest places, to wear the mantle of royalty. Just knowing something is good does not give us a power to live to the good. Think how different the world would be today if people everywhere adopted John's humble example. Wars would be averted. Bitter political rivalries between parties could be replaced by peaceable discussions on how best to protect and advance the needs of communities. The clothing industry would undergo drastic changes from garments designed to make the wearer the height of fashion to those intended to be serviceable and attractive. Hairstyles and cosmetic appliance applications would change. If people know these things are good, why don't they do them? The answer must surely be the power that changed hasty, heedless Peter from being a brash interloper into a forceful, brilliant, carefully controlled spokesman of the gospel. 
It is the same power that caused the tax-gatherer Matthew to never mention himself in his gospel without always adding the most ignominious reference to his career, for he always called himself Matthew the publican. It is the power that was so infused into the remaining 11 disciples, no one of them ever defected from the Christian faith. Jesus had said, Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. John's opening words demonstrate the most critical aspect of that power. It is the same for you and me today. Have you talked to God lately? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of KNEO Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the insider's guide to all things Crowder. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.